Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Before, take your seats, please. Before we continue this morning, let's watch this testimony from the Crusades. And it ties into what we'll be talking about, the power and the blood of Jesus and our authority. And so many times, sometimes, the things that people are going through, it will only take the blood of Jesus. Let's watch this. Thank you. So she no longer feels any pain in the chest. And sometimes she feels something strongly in her neck. Now she's okay. So sometimes she feels something strongly in challenges and there are demonic influences behind them and only God can help them. Amen. And then this week we had an awesome time also with uh, um, the pastors and leaders in Myanmar. And we are so blessed. We have family in Myanmar, Philippines, India, Uganda, Malawi, Tanzania. If you go to any of these countries, you'll be okay. Amen. <laughs> Thank God for all that he's doing. It was such a blessed time that we had with them, and they are so grateful. We'll share some videos um, from, from, from that session as well. And the beautiful thing is that these pastors and leaders are from different denominations, and they came, Assembly of God, Baptist, so, so many people, different, different uh, denominations, and it was such a blessing to be a blessing to them, and they are so grateful. And 
the thing about it is that the country is a little unstable. They said they want us to come. We showed them some of these videos. Said, can you come? Can you come? You? He said, when the country gets stable, we'll come. Amen. Um, but right now, they were telling us that sometimes at 5, they have to be asleep, uh, at least not go outdoors, because there's so much instability over the country. So it was such a blessing to be there for them, to minister to them. And let's pray for them that as they carry on the work of God, they are strengthened and they are encouraged. Sometimes it's easy to take peace for granted, uh, but these people don't have that as of right now. So let's pray for them. And thank you for all those that gave as well to sponsor these pastors to be a part of this session. Yes. Amen. All right, let's get into our Bible lesson this morning. You see, to understand the Bible, so many times we don't understand Christianity, we don't understand the Bible because this book is a book of covenants. You have the old covenant and then we have the new covenant. And the Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. And to understand your authority and to understand what Jesus Christ has done for us, we have to understand the power in the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You see, the difference, the, the difference between you and the other person is the understanding of God's word that you have. For instance, the Bible says in Isaiah 60, thank you, Lord Jesus. Isaiah 60 says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your horizon. So your shining depends on the light that you have. For you to enjoy your inheritance in Christ, it depends on the revelation or the light of God's word that you have. And the Bible says in Psalm, thank you Lord Jesus, 119, Verse 130, he says that the entrance of your words give light. It gives understanding to the simple. The light of God's word, that's what makes a difference. The testimony that we just watched, this person, as far as she could remember, for 13 years, some strange personality is strangling her neck, and she has a pain in the chest associated with it. And through the power in the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus, she was set free completely. And you don't have to be bound by the enemy. You don't have to yield to him in any area of your life. If you have the light and the understanding of God's word, you walk in, your, in the freedom that you have. But so long as, it says, gross darkness covers the people. So long as you are in darkness, sometimes darkness stands for the kingdom of darkness and sometimes darkness stands for ignorance as well. So long as you are in ignorance and darkness, you continue to dominate over your life. But as we go through this series, you will be empowered and you will walk in your freedom in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. One of the very earliest references we have to blood in the Bible is right there in the, in the garden. When Adam and Eve missed it, 
an animal was killed and God used the skin of the animal to cover them. And then later on, we see references throughout the whole Bible. But see, our redemption is dependent on the blood of Jesus. And the Old Testament is full of types and shadows. Let's go to Exodus chapter 12. Now, let's give you the background to this. Exodus chapter 12, from verse 21 to 23. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, the children of Israel had been in captivity for over 400 years in Egypt. And Egypt is a type of the world. And here, God sent Moses to deliver them. And Pharaoh kept resisting the deliverance of the children of Israel. And God said, I'm going to do one thing. And after that, he will let you go. And he gave some instructions to the children of Israel. Notice what he said, what he said in Exodus 12, verse 21. He says, Then Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said to them, Pick out and take lambs for yourself according to your families and kill the Passover lamb. And you shall take a bunch of hyssop, dip it in blood that is in the basin, and strike the lintel and the two doorposts with the blood that is in the basin. And none of you shall go out of the door of his house until morning. For I will pass through to strike the Egyptians. And when he sees, for the Lord will pass through the, to strike the Egyptians. And when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and not allow the destroyer to come into your houses to strike you. Apply the blood. Now, he says, use, take a bunch of hyssop. Hyssop is a type of faith. It was a, very, a plant that is very common in the Holy Land. But he says that when he sees the blood, he will not permit the destroyer to come inside. That's a type of our redemption. Now, at the end of the night, Early in the morning, the children, the firstborn of the children of the Egyptians had died, and they were, they were crying and weeping. But in the, the house of the children of Israel, everybody that applied their blood, nobody was dead in their household. So many times you can talk about the blood or even apply the blood, but without the revelation, it doesn't make a difference. So what is in the blood of Jesus? The Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. Jesus had to come and he came. He's the one that had not sinned. And he came and shed his blood for us. So that we can walk in victory. And I pray in the name of Jesus, no matter the affliction, no matter the oppression, no matter what you are faced with, as you apply the blood of Jesus, may you go free in Jesus' mighty name. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 22, he says that, thank you Lord Jesus. He says that, and according to the law, almost all things are purified with blood. 
And without shedding of blood, there is no remission. If you take the blood out of the gospel, uh, it, it doesn't stand. And sometimes people try to do that. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. Now, remission applies to the sinner. The one who has never given their life to Jesus. When they make a surrender to the, of their life to the Lord Jesus, and this should help your faith as well. Every sin that they had committed in time past is wiped away. It doesn't exist. The Christian that sins can ask for forgiveness of sins. But remission, the wiping away of your sins, because you see, share this with somebody if you're online. The, rem, the wiping away of your sins can only come about by the blood of Jesus. And sometimes the enemy tries, will try to bring you pictures, photos of what you've done in the past, even before you became a Christian. But you can take this verse and apply it to your life and say in the name of Jesus, whatever I used to be, I, is, the sins I committed in the past no longer exists. Hallelujah. Because one of the things that sometimes hinders us in our walk with the Lord is guilt consciousness. But if you are a child of God, all the sins that you have committed in the past, the blood of Jesus has wiped it away. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's look at some scriptures along those lines. Let's look at the, some scriptures along those lines. He says in Isaiah chapter 38, listen very closely and mark these verses. Isaiah 38 verse 17. He says that indeed it was for my own peace that I had great bitterness. But you have lovingly delivered my soul from the pit of corruption. For you have cast all my sins behind your back. This is the message that the world needs. You have cast my sins behind your back. It doesn't exist. From God's standpoint. Notice Micah chapter 7. Thank you Lord Jesus. Micah chapter 7. Micah chapter 7 verse 19. He says he will again have compassion on us. Oh my God. And will subdue our iniquities. You will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. He will have compassion on us. Subdue our iniquities and cast all our sins into the depth of the sea. My sins, your sins, are in the depth of the sea. And there is a sign there that says, no fishing here. <laughs> no fishing. Go, don't go fishing for it. It's way down in the depth of the sea. All through the power of the blood of Jesus. Don't let guilt consciousness keep you from experiencing God's best. Notice Jeremiah 50. These are very powerful scriptures. Jeremiah 50, verse 20. He says, In those days, 
And in that time, says the Lord, the iniquity of Israel shall be sought, and there shall be none. They will look for the sins of Israel. They will look for their sins, and they will not find anything. In those days, he's talking about the days that we live in now. Because remission is in our days and times. The iniquity of Israel shall be sought, and there shall be none. And the sins of, D of Judah, but they shall not be found. For I will par pardon those whom I preserve. They will look for their sins. They will look for their iniquity, but they will not find them. For you pardon those whom I preserve. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Our redemption is through the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is precious because of his reconciling power. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's look at the benefits, the power in there. In fact, we cannot enter the presence of Jesus outside of the blood of Jesus. You cannot enter the presence of God outside of the blood of Jesus. No, 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 no. Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19. Therefore, brethren, sistering included too, <laughs> having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus. You take it away. You can't. You can't access the holy, the holy, the holies of holies. You cannot enter into the throne room of grace. That's how we get there. Through the blood of Jesus, I don't have a standing. You don't have a standing before God outside of the blood of Jesus. All the boasting of others, maybe in the world, doesn't make a difference. We can only enter through the blood of Jesus. That's what gives us access. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's, it's good to let, we talked about the conscience when we talked about the other lesson. But notice he says in verse 21, he goes on to say, verse 20, he says, By a new, Hebrews 10, 20, by a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh. And having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our heart sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Our conscience, an evil conscience. What's an evil conscience? An evil conscience is a conscience that keeps re remembering the past. Especially things that God has wiped away and forgiven us. So it's seen that there's a new and a living way. 
which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh. And thank God for the high priesthood ministry of Jesus. Jesus Christ is still in the ministry and his ministry is you. A conscience sprinkled. Do you know why the, the, the devil hates our soul? Because he wanted to be like God. And he was going about it the wrong way. Wanted to overthrow God from his throne. What a damn thing to do. <laughs> That's not very smart. Just God said, no, no, that's not going to happen. So he cast him away from that place. Get out of here. But when he sees us, he sees the nature of God in us. He sees that, oh, my, 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 this is who I desperately wanted to be like, and I couldn't get it. And here we come on the scene, and you can take the most wretched person, Somebody bound, this is the message that the world needs, somebody bound by alcoholism, somebody bound by demonic influences, somebody bound by whatever the case might be. And just in one act, when they confess Jesus Christ as Lord, all of a sudden, their nature gets changed. And they have the nature of God in them. Doesn't matter who they are. The devil sees that and he is upset. But he can't do anything about it. He can't change it. <laughs> Glory be to the name of the Lord. Think about it. The blood of Jesus, the blood, notice this. In Hebrews chapter 13, mark these verses. Don't let them get away from you. If you are going to walk in your authority, the authority is based on the blood. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 20, he says, Now may the God of peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood, my God, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, is through the blood of Jesus that he was brought up from the dead. <laughs> that blood he says make you perfect complete in every good work to do to do his will working in you what is well pleasing in the sight through jesus christ to him to whom be glory forever and ever the blood of jesus brought jesus christ from the dead it's a mystery <laughs> oh my god and the life is in the blood. <laughs> there is no life outside the blood of Jesus. Leviticus chapter 17, verse 11. Mark these verses, please. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Leviticus 17, verse 11 says, For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you, Upon the altar to make atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that makes atonement for the soul. So in the Old Testament, it's a type. The blood of the animal 
was a type that covered the people. And in the New Testament, life, that's what people are looking for, life, the very life of God is in the blood of Jesus. And you see, to understand the Bible, you have to understand these terms, life, death, spiritual death, spiritual life. The life is in the blood. And that life is what delivers us from the domain of the enemy. The precious blood of Jesus. Somebody say thank God for the precious blood of Jesus. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 18. Thank you Lord Jesus. He says that knowing that you are not redeemed. Our redemption is based on this. With corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers. 19. But with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamp without blemish and without spot. We are not redeemed with perishable things like silver and gold. We are redeemed with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. It's so precious. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. (laughs) My God, my God. One time, a certain man, he was a priest in satanic worship. And the whole time he thought he was, he was doing the right thing. He says that when people came to those satanic worship, um, they even had evil manifestations. And they thought they were, that it was the manifestation or gift of the Holy Spirit. But it was all motivated by evil spirits. And he says that the people were okay. Sometimes they were not even afraid of the name of Jesus. But when somebody came and mentioned the blood of Jesus, the evil spirits couldn't stand that. (laughs) The precious blood of Jesus. That's why sometimes the devil doesn't like us to talk about these things. Uh, but as for me, I'll talk about the blood of Jesus. I said, as for me, I'll talk about the blood of Jesus. I said, as for me, I'll talk about the blood of Jesus. As for me, I'll talk about the blood of Jesus. Because I know the power in there. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. So who can apply the blood? Revelations chapter 12. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Revelations chapter 12. My God, notice what the Bible says, verse 11, he says, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. People that are yielded to the Lord are people that can apply the blood of Jesus. He says here, these people, they did not love their lives, even to the point of death. To the death. 
people that have yielded their lives completely to the Lord, they are the only ones that can apply the blood of Jesus. You see, when Moses, we read that account in Exodus, when he told the people and gave them the instruction, kill the lamp and apply, use hyssop to apply it to your doorposts, they had to yield. <laughs> if they go around and say, what kind of instruction is this? We've never heard that before. We are not going to yield. Lives were at stake. Sometimes the instructions that God gives us, sometimes they can be very simple. But sometimes lives are at stake. Mark this and write this down. Only yielded people can apply the blood of Jesus to their lives. And they did not love their lives to their death. James chapter 4, verse 7, he says that, Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. You submit your life to God. You yield your life to the Lord. You get to the place where you say, Lord, not my will, but your will be done in my life. Not my own way, but your way, Lord. Submit to God, then resist, and you will flee. The devil has no claims on you if you are a child of God. But you can only exercise authority. You can only exercise dominion when you are yielded to the Lord. The children of Israel, if they ignore that instruction... And did not apply the blood to the adopters, sure enough, the destroyer, which is a type of the devil here, he will enter in to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So to, to walk in God's protection, to apply the blood of Jesus to your life, first you must be yielded to the Lord. They did not, they did not live their lives to the death. Only people who have yielded their lives to the Lord can apply the blood of Jesus to their lives. May we yield our lives to the Lord. May we yield our lives to the Lord. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Every day. This keeps coming up these, these times. We, so we prayed about it on Wednesday and we're talking about it recently. Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, you see, his blood was shed seven times from all, all the way to the cross. That's a different lesson. And there's seven ways we can apply the blood of Jesus. But in the Garden of Gethsemane, he cried, he prayed. It was so intense that his sweat was turned to blood. One of the instances where his blood was, was shed before he went to the cross. And what was the prayer that he was praying? Lord, if, is there another way we can do this? No, 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 no. God said, no, that's wrong. A substitute. We've, this deal was cut a long time ago. You see, like I said, you have to understand this book. It's a book of covenants. So there's no other way. Like, okay, if there's no other way, then let's go. Not my will. Three times he prayed that prayer. Not my will, 
but your will be done in my life. Lord, my life is yielded to you. Every day, I submit to you. Submission. Because you cannot apply the blood, you cannot walk in authority. Like the centurion, the centurion in Matthew chapter 8 says, I'm a man under authority. I know authority when I see authority. Submission. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Only the yielded can apply the blood. So how do we apply the blood of Jesus to our lives? One, his blood was shed seven times on the way to the cross. There are seven ways we can apply the blood of Jesus. One, it's through the words of our mouth. Through the words of our mouth. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7. Thank you Lord Jesus. It says in him. Confess this. In him we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins. According to the riches of his grace. Which he made to abound toward us in all wisdom. And prudence. Redemption. That's a key word in the Bible. Redeemed. See, in those days, they had slave markets. And if someone went to buy somebody from the slave market, that slave was redeemed from the market and was no longer available on the market. Redeemed. Satan, I've been redeemed from your dominion. I am no longer available on your market. So you cannot dominate over my life. The Bible says in Colossians, thank you Lord Jesus. Oh my God. Colossians chapter 1 verse 13. He says, he has delivered us from the power, the domain of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love. You've been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the son of his love. So the devil has no claims over you. Psalm 107 verse 2 says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Say That's how you apply it. No longer available. Because I'm yielded to the Lord. I'm submitted to the Lord. No matter the badge that a, that a Canadian police, policeman has has, they cannot arrest somebody on U.S. soil. No, 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 no. That's not their domain. <laughs> Translated, in whom we have our redemption. Verse 14, Colossians 1, 14 says, In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness, the remission of sin. This must be very important. He's telling the Ephesians the same thing. He's telling the Colossians the same thing. Through the blood. There is no redemption outside of the blood of Jesus. And through the blood of Jesus, now you are in the kingdom of God. You are in a new kingdom with, I mean, it functions totally differently. With a new Lord. 
And so when Satan tries to come on you, like this girl, that was something was strangling her. She, 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 she doesn't know what's going on. So somebody has to help her. But in the night, when an evil being comes to, comes to you, say, no, 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 here, please. <laughs> I'm not under your domain. Get out of here. <laughs> Take your stand. I've been redeemed through the precious blood of Jesus. Only the blood can make you free from something like that. The blood of Jesus. <laughs> Sometimes people have strange visitations at night. So before you go to, the be to bed, don't watch that horror movie. It's not going to help either. <laughs> you saw that creature following you, and then he shows up in your dreams and he's following you. <laughs> Go to bed on these scriptures. I've been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the Son of His love. I am loved by the Lord. The Lord loves me, and I love Him. Devil have been redeemed, no longer available on the market. I cover myself in the blood of Jesus. I cover my loved ones in the blood of Jesus. The Bible says that so he gives his beloved sleep. I'll have a good night's rest. Devil, stay out of here. Don't come here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Two, how do we apply the blood? Our sins are forgiven through the blood of Jesus. First John chapter 1. That's what makes the blood of Jesus so precious. First John chapter 1, verse 7, he says, But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. We walk in the light. So long as you walk in the light, of God's word that you have, there's an automatic cleansing that happens. When we fellowship with one another, that's why it's so important. Fellowship with God, with one another. He says that the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. Thank you, Lord Jesus. His blood cleanses us from all sin. Glory be to the name of the Lord. The blood, three, we apply it. It makes us free from condemnation. This is what stops people's faith from working. We are free from wrath, free from condemnation. Romans chapter 5. Very quickly, let's go through. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. It says, but God demonstrates his love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than Having been justified or made righteous by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Hallelujah. My God. He demonstrates his love toward us. While we were still sinners, while you were in your mess, Christ already died for you. There much more, now that we've come into the family of God, his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Hallelujah. 
We are free from wrath and free from condemnation. Four, we are set apart or sanctified. That's what that word sanctification means. As a result, Satan cannot come near you. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 12. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 12. Therefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered outside the gate. Sanctified means set apart. We are set apart for the master. We are set apart for God. We are set apart for his use. We are set apart for God. In the name of Jesus, when the devil bombards your mind with all the bad things that you have done, uh, somebody said, when he reminds you of, his, of your past, remind him of his future. I like that. <laughs> his future is not, it doesn't look good at all. <laughs> and, the, and, and the Bible says that he has a short time. Before one of these days, one angel... You see, look at all the mess in the world. When you look at the world, you, you, I mean, the Bible calls him the God of this world. He tries to portray himself as um, somebody who is all in charge. Well, he has dominion over, over people that are unsaved. But think about it. One of these days, just one angel will take him, put him in a hole, and put them on, a lid on them, and then that's the end of that. <laughs> Sanctified, set apart. We are citizens of heaven. Maybe a citizen of a particular country on the earth. But Philippians chapter 3 verse 20 says, For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. My, 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 my. I'm a citizen of heaven. I'm backed. By all of heaven. That's why we can go to these places and I'm not afraid. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Heavily backed. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. But sometimes the lack of knowledge, Hosea 4 6 talking about that. You tell the enemy, no trespass here, please. No, 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 no. <laughs> And six, thank you, Lord Jesus. When we partake of its of, of the of the of the of, its, of the communion, we are partaking of the life of Jesus. That's how we apply the blood. We have received God's life. John chapter six. John chapter six, verse fifty-three. Wow, John six fifty-three. He says that then Jesus said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Zoe, that word life. Very important. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I will raise him up at the last day. Unless, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. See, there are different kinds of life. There is, there is plant life. There is animal life. Um, there's human life. But here he's talking about the very life of God. The life that makes God God. 
Oh my God, he says, unless you drink of his blood, you have no life in you. <laughs> and this is the life that Jesus brought to the world. And John 10, 10, he says that, I am come that you may have this life, this Zoe. And have it more abundantly. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. This is sacred stuff. My God. Life. Oh, sometimes when I stand before these crowds, I said, the, the life that is in me, that's what these people need. <laughs> Unless you come to Jesus, you have no life in you. When, that's what happens when we partake of the communion. We are partaking of the life of Jesus. The devil cannot come near. He cannot have access. Sometimes people without this life get so oppressed, get so depressed. When people ignore this life, they even commit suicide. See, no hope. No way out. But thank God in Jesus there is a way. He's come to introduce a new way. Hebrews 6. We have access to the Father through the blood. When we gather, it's a very heavy company. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22. The Bible says, Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says this, But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn who are registered in heaven, to God, the judge of all, to the spirits of just men made perfect, to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling, the blood that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Hebrews 12, 22 to 24. And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling, that blood speaks better things than the blood of Abel. That blood speaks our defense. That blood speaks our protection. That blood speaks our healing. That blood speaks our redemption. Oh my God, my God, this morning we are gathered here. It is not just an ordinary gathering. There are angels all around. If God were to open your eyes, you will see an innumerable company of angels. And the blood speaks in the realm of the spirit. The blood of Jesus still speaks. When Abel's blood was shed, that blood was still speaking. <laughs> the blood of Jesus still speaks. Your faith is rising up in the blood <laughs> of Jesus. I will talk about the blood of Jesus. I will not stop talking about the blood of Jesus. Jesus is the mediator of the new covenant. He's our intercessor. He's the one that mediates this new covenant. Sometimes some people in other parts of the world understand covenant a little bit better. So there's a half covenants there. 
Covenant is different from a contract. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That's how we have access. Seven. Wow. Where did the time go? <laughs> I'm having fun. Can't talk about this for a very long time. The blood of Jesus is what makes the difference. Oh my God. Boldness to enter with confidence. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus. We read that earlier. See, Aaron and those priests, they could only go into the holiest once a year, and that they have to be, they have to be very cautious. They'll put a tie something to their, their leg and have a ring, uh, something that makes noise, a bell. And they would check every now and then, is this person still alive? <laughs> Great caution. And here Jesus Christ comes and gives us access to the Father through the blood of Jesus. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Boldness. So Andre Karch Sandak song. The blood of Jesus, it reaches to the highest mountain and to the lowest valley. It brings you out of victory to defeat. For, for out of defeat to victory. Out of darkness into light. Out of death into life. There's so many people in the world bound by drugs, confused, depressed, attacked, oppressed bound by alcohol, all kinds of addiction. Only the blood of Jesus can set you free. If you are watching on television, you are going free today in Jesus' name, wherever you may be. One time a certain couple applied the blood of Jesus around their fence. There were foxes around, ravaging in the neighborhood. They couldn't cross and, 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 come, and, come, and come across. Somebody say, thank God for the blood of Jesus. So what's our response? Let's go back to Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews chapter 13. Let's wrap up with that. Let's go back there again. You may have missed it, but now let's get, to, get, get back to it. 13 verse 20. He says, now may the God of peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, 21, Make you complete in every good work to do his will. Working in you what is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ to him to whom be glory forever and ever. Make you complete in every good work. That's the, that's the purpose. He calls him the great shepherd of the sheep. He brought him up from the dead through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Now that blood is supposed to make us complete to do every good work. It's not just for us 
to apply to our lives is to make it complete so that as he is the great shepherd, we can also work under him to lead others to him. Beautiful. People are always selling something to you. Sometimes some of the things that they sell are bad things, bad habits. <laughs> so you can also get to the place so that they invite you or they might tell you to be involved in things that are against the will of God. Well, you flip it around. Now the blood of Jesus has made you complete. Now target somebody and say, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, Share the gospel of Jesus with them. I'm going, to, I'm going to pray for them. And share Jesus with them. Make you complete in every good work. To do his will. All kinds of stuff are peddled. But this is the reason. Working in you. Lord, I yield my life to you. Huh. Christianity goes very far when people are willing to lay down their lives for the Lord. People are willing to give up their all. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Make you complete in every good work to do his will. I see you in the name of Jesus Complete in every good work and doing his will in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I see that through you, many others come to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus. That's why we do what we do. That's why I'm here today. That's why I'm in all these countries. I want to do my very best to tell my generation and my world about Jesus. And you can be a part as well. Every day. Lord. I'm submitted to you. As I step out of the day. Out, out of the door. I apply the blood of Jesus to my life. I'm yielded completely to you. For one thing. I will not run into anybody. And no one will run into me. <laughs> Because there are some very interesting drivers out there as well. <laughs> so I run into no one. I apply the blood of Jesus over this car, over my life. I run into no one, and no one runs into me. <laughs> because while you are trying to drive your very best, the other person <laughs> may, be, may be under a different influence. <laughs> So I don't run into you, you also don't run into me. <laughs> the blood of Jesus is over my life. The blood of Jesus is over your life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, let's, let's this today communion. So now you have a little bit of a, 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 a more understanding. So come to the communion table um, with understanding. And apply the blood of Jesus over your life, over your family. In this season, the lot of the wicked will not rest over your life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray. We'll continue Wednesday and, and then uh, we have some more time this, this, this month to continue. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm.
We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535. 